My name is Dr. Michael Brown, and you are listening to Three Words, a bite-sized podcast about the small and strategic choices in order to become fully alive and to become the best version of yourselves. In today's conversation with my dear friend, Dan Costello, we talk about seeing the good. Our tendency is to always focus on the bad, the negative, the hard, but what if we actually had the perspective in life to see the good first and not just the negative? So listen in, enjoy this episode. There is no better way, my friend Dan, on spending a Saturday afternoon than with you. <laughs> yeah. Just having fun conversations like this on our podcast episode. My friend, what are the three words for the day? See the good. See the good. Interesting. Yeah. Kick us off. Well, typically we start these podcasts and you ask me a question and you, you know, try to kick things off for me to maybe give a story or something like that. But I have a question about see the good. And for me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely for you. I've just noticed, I feel like today in our world, um, and maybe this has been forever, people love to come together over what they hate or what they dislike before they come together over what they love or what mm -hmm. they're for. What we're always good. coming together for what we're against than what we're for. Why is that? Why do, why do people like to kind of huddle together for that? <laughs> Great question. Let me think for a second. I think... Fantastic question, Dan. I think the reason is our default as human beings is to focus on the negative, mm. to focus on the problems mm -hmm. of all the things that are happening that shouldn't be. Um, and so it's easy to rally around that right? because it's like, I'm mad. I mean, <laughs> I think we're angry. And I think the reason sure. we're angry is because we lack control and there's hard things in the world. Like life is difficult. Sure. Life is hard and we tend to think that life shouldn't be difficult and life shouldn't be hard. And so when I find someone who's willing to commiserate with me, mm. who's willing to complain with me, who's willing to take my side against other people who are making my life so horrible, I'm guessing that's probably why we're feeling some of the things that we're feeling in the culture today. There are bad things happening. There are really hard oh, things sure. happening. But, but your question, <laughs> it's – it's true. Yeah. We tend to not rally around this good thing. We tend to rally around the bad thing. Yeah. Like so, misery loves company to some extent. Absolutely. So I, I think that's why this conversation today, my friend, is so important yeah. that we should see the good. And, and you know me. I mean, we've been friends forever now. Yeah. And, and I tend to be really um, buying into what we would call stoic philosophy, philosophy mm -hmm. where that there's no external thing. Health, wealth, happiness that is bad or good sure. in and of itself. It's our responses to that. Our responses to wealth. Mm. Our responses to poverty. Our responses to health or sickness or yep. good things or bad. Like our responses is what makes it good or bad. What if we actually lived in a world where we, there wasn't something that is inherently always bad? Bad, right. Right. And so I think that's just the way I try to frame my life because – I tend to be more problem-oriented, problem-solving oriented when I do that. For sure. Yeah, and I think like when I think about see the good specifically, and this isn't by any means to pat myself on the back because it's just what my wife tells me. So I'll give my wife credit here. She okay. says that I am Mr. B of the D. B of the D, okay. <laughs> Mr. B of the benefit of the doubt. I'm the Mr. Benefit of the Doubt guy. I always give people the benefit of the doubt. So mm. where we differ, and I love this because we keep each other in check, 
where she might look at someone initially, she's going to wait to have, she's going to distrust someone until they've earned her trust, or I'm going to trust someone until they've discerned my trust as an initial interaction with somebody. But so you naturally see the good. Yeah. You uh, naturally believe that. It's best. my bend. And I yeah. would say it's not, I can't give myself credit for it. My mom is the ultimate see the good human being. Actually, my mom, um, she is awesome. She, she is a teacher at, um, so she used to teach. She's retired now, but sure. she uh, used to teach at an inner city school. And I just remember specifically, she was so uh, distraught by some of the interactions she was having with the students because, mm. you know, some of the students were really difficult. Some of the students were very rude to her. Some of the students, I mean, would cuss at her, would, you know, threaten her and things like that. And my mom would come home. And she would still say the nicest things about those students. And it was amazing because she saw the the strife mm-hmm. that was going on. It's not like she was oblivious to it. She knew that there was struggle going on in that classroom. But she chose to see that, you know, maybe maybe they have something else going on in their life. Maybe something else is not going well at home. And she tried to see the good through it because she wanted that not to be a burden for her, but an yeah. opportunity I love it. You know, see the good, see the opportunity, not just the burden that it is on her. You know, she could have made it all about herself. Like, this is not good. It's not good for my health. And it wasn't good for her health. I mean, it was struggle for her, but right. I just, I get that from my mom. She just automatically has been like that. So in many life. ways, what you're talking about, and we're having this conversation together about seeing the good, it's not that we're saying don't see the bad. We're saying, see the good. Sure. And see the bad. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what if we actually chose to intentionally focus Yes. And major on the good. Absolutely. So it's it's seeing both. But I think when we say see the good, maybe what we really mean in this conversation is to focus on the good and not always focus on the bad, which goes back to your initial question you kicked back to me. <laughs> yeah. You know, why do we tend to focus on the bad? Because it's easier. Yeah. It's easier to complain than to believe the best. Yeah. And it, it gets kind of even funny when I think about it, even with colleagues, you know, we could – sit around and it's easy for us to joke about like silly things like, Oh, the, you know, the food at the cafeteria was, was -hmm. terrible today. And everyone's going to talk about that. Or, um, you know, I'm so sick of the Starbucks line. I can't stand, you know, so we come together complaining about something, but that's like, those are funny examples, but like some sad examples are like when we talk about politics Mm -hmm. or religion or, you know, just anything that gets a little bit deeper, we come together over things that we dislike before we... So let's talk about do. that. So obviously we're living in a very contentious time. For sure. And we've even done a lot of podcast conversations around crisis in our culture and yeah. considering different perspectives and listening to understand all the various things we talk about. We care deeply about that with mm-hmm. nuance, right? Right. To right. engage in these conversations with nuance. But what if every person in America right now said, you know what? Every opposing viewpoint Mm. that I think is in opposition to what I believe. There's probably some good in it too. Absolutely. (gasps) What? That would be a game changer. There could, that there's probably some good. There's probably some truth. Those things that we think, ah, that's not true. There might be some truth in that. Even when someone has a hard conversation with you. Sure. And says, here's some things that I want to confront you on, or I want to have a difficult conversation. We tend to think about all the reasons why that isn't true, Mm -hmm. but there's probably going to be some grain of truth, (laughs) something true and something good that can come out of that conversation. But we tend to focus on the bad. So maybe even part of our conversation today is just reminding all of us in this time, in this, in this season of our country and in this world that even those folks that we would say, that's bad. 
Sure. Or they're bad. There's some goodness there. Yeah. And honestly, I think it's difficult because when we say see the good, everyone's like, well, there's so many bad things that are going on in the world. There's all I can see is bad. But honestly, we tend to throw the baby out with the bathwater. And whether that's in a situation or it's relationally or it's circumstantially, whatever it might be for you. But like I know specifically, I have friends that I don't see eye to eye with. I mean, I think we all have friends that we don't see eye to eye with. I know us, you and me, we've been friends for a while now. We don't see eye to eye on everything. That's correct. But am I going to say, well, I disagree with Michael on that. So I can't really talk to him anymore. You know, that's, <laughs> that's, that's right. just like so childish, honestly, at the, at the end of the day, it's childish. And I think that's in some ways, and I don't mean to broad brush everything, but in some ways that's the way our culture is headed where it's like, if I disagree with you, you know, I see the bad and that's all I see. And I don't, I don't want to see anything else. Not, not to go into, not to dive too deeply into sure. counseling, but obviously uh, my master's um, has some counseling bents to it. And, and my master's is focused in some of that area um, in my graduate program. But there's actually an idea out there called the good, bad split. Mm. Um, where it's like, as we mature and when we're really young, good, bad split is something we always do. Like you're mm. all good or all bad. <laughs> yeah. This is my best friend or I hate your guts, right? That's just, <laughs> we tend to split things. We say it's everything's good. This thing is yep. good or bad. Whereas as you mature and as we grow, we see the world through a more complex lens mm. that we don't need to do the good, bad split. Sure. Good and bad can coexist together. Yes. So that's you're in a relationship because typically I see this on a college campus, particularly when I work with young people, it's like I've fallen in love. Yes. He or she is perfect. <laughs> There's nothing wrong. They're 100% good mm-hmm. until they break up. Yeah. Now they're all bad, right? <laughs> but what does it look like to live in a relationship where there's good and bad, where there's where there's enjoyable and hard? Yeah. Like in, in a workplace, you know, we tend to think, oh, this is the perfect workplace. For sure. Oh, no, it's the worst, worst workplace. As we grow mature, the good-bad split should become less and less and less, yeah. that we can see both. And honestly, I love that, I love that you said good and bad when they coexist. Or it's actually a good thing. I know that sounds uh, counterintuitive. You just always want to hear good, 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 good. But at the end of the day, you know, we're even working with a client right now talking about conflict. Mm-hmm. And where there's bad, there's conflict. Yeah. And conflict is like the most – it's probably the number one thing – that can grow a, a relationship yes. to a deeper level. Uh-huh. If we just have a surface level friendship for the rest of our lives where we don't talk about anything hard, we don't disagree, we're always, you know, I, and I remember this actually in my own life, Laura and I, before we got married, I don't think we had one argument. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And honestly, when we got married and we started to live together and we're, and now we're roommates, it's like, wait, you do that? I, that's, I, you know, like. That's all, bad. Yeah, all these things that I was like, this is getting in my space now, mm. but those conflicts now have grown and we've learned how to, so we had to yeah. learn how to fight, but that is growing our relationship deeper. And honestly, I think seeing the bad and seeing the good in the same way, not in the same way, but together breeds some level of conflict. Well, and you said it best, conflict is about opportunity. Absolutely. It's not just a problem, it's it's an opportunity. And I think in many ways, seeing the good, if I can, in people, yeah, um, seeing the good in pain, Mm. <laughs> seeing the good in problems. Yep. Uh, those are the three categories I was thinking of when I knew we were talking about this today is I want to see the good in people, regardless of what they think, regardless of what they, who they are and in, in their perspectives, their ideologies, their backgrounds. I want to see the good, yeah, the sacredness of this human being. We might have different perspectives, different backgrounds, different viewpoints, but 
there's good there. We can find common ground. What about seeing, seeing the good in pain? I mean, none of us are thinking today, you know what? I hope when I wake up this morning that I encounter a really painful, tragic situation. <laughs> yeah. And yet the reality is pain is our friend. Yeah. When we view it in its proper context as an opportunity to pivot maybe or to learn or to grow or to yeah. evolve or pain or what about the good in problems? I mean, you're a corporate exec. Sure. Um, I'm working with a variety of corporate execs sure. in our company. You know, we want to be able to come in and say, here's a problem. Yeah. And this problem is a result of this good thing over here. Yeah. This good thing has created this problem that we can now solve and we can we can work through, we can troubleshoot. Sure. That problems aren't bad. Pain's not bad. Friend, people aren't bad <laughs> just because they think about the world differently For sure. than you do. So Wow, what a yeah. great conversation! Please. And it's it's funny that you say that because um, my uh, our CEO at at Dana he actually says we need to view problems as treasures, mm. and I think that's an interesting way of looking at it because he's trying to basically move towards a uh, the mentality that even though something comes up, you know, a customer's upset or you know a design is not working the way that we thought or we're late for a project, you know, although that's a problem and we're maybe even putting a problem in front of our customer it allows us then to potentially show our customer that we're resilient. We don't give up. We fight through it. And that problem now becomes an opportunity to prove ourselves and that, that tr- or maybe to discover something that we didn't know about ourselves before. And so I love that idea that problems are, you know, our treasures or problems are not just yeah. negative, but they are opportunities, you know? Always a pleasure sitting with you, Dan. Always a pleasure and an honor, quite honestly, having these conversations. To those of you who are listening today who are maybe on a podcast platform of your choice or maybe even tuned into our YouTube channel, um, let me just wrap up with this. Typically, we see the notion of good in a shallow way. We think about good is that which makes me feel happy um, or un. Uh, happy or satisfied in the moment as opposed to something deeper, as opposed to something more. And so I just, I guess I just want to share uh, with you as we close that I would encourage you to see the good. Um, Dan and I both would encourage you to see the good, not only in people, but in problems and in pain Mm -hmm. and that we want to acknowledge the bad. We want to acknowledge the hard. And yet what benefit do we get? If we make everything so negative, in turn, we want to see the good. For life coaching, consulting services, or to hire a keynote speaker, please visit dmbcoaching.com.